0: Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God? Are you walking faithfully with the Lord in His confidence, not in your own self-confidence? began last time's podcast, last episode, with our introduction to the topic of the danger of self-confidence want to continue that today and help uh, get to learn learn some lessons from the Apostle Peter and the time that he went through uh, I'm really grateful that God has recorded these things in the Bible for our benefit. Uh, One of the marks of the authenticity of the scripture is that it doesn't just tell us about super saints who achieve levels of spirituality that we could never attain, that uh, they were just um, more than what we could ever hope to be. I really am thankful that the Bible records uh, people and their lives and their struggles in all of their ups and downs, the beauty and the ugliness, so that we might understand what God uh, God's view is even of us. And so I hope that you have an appreciation for that in the Word of God. So we live in an age today. we're continuing to thought. Uh, everybody talks about self-confidence and self-esteem and self-worth and self-reliance. And we were, were' reminded by the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter two and verse 20 that our confidence is not in ourselves, but it is in Jesus Christ. Uh, that's an important thing for us to remember. Because it really does set you up for a devastating at times uh, personal failure in your walk with the Lord. And I called our attention last time to Mark chapter 14 uh, at the very end of the chapter, verse 66 to 72. Uh, in which we took a view, uh, a, a look at the collapse of Peter, that moment in time when he literally failed and fulfilled the prediction of the of his uh, of his master, uh, that he would deny him three times uh, before the rooster crowed twice. And I noted for you last time that he, uh, some of the causes for Peter's collapse at that time was that he boasted too much; he was confident in himself. Uh, that he was strong, that he could handle anything, and would follow Christ anywhere, Uh, and his love for the Lord only built that up. Then I noted that he listened too little. Jesus warned Peter repeatedly that Satan's out for you. You have an adversary. You're going to deny me, but Peter brushed it off. Third, I noted for you that he prayed too little. Instead of Uh, interceding and going to his father in prayer in the garden of Gethsemane while Jesus sweat great drops of blood, uh, Peter and the others were sleeping and dozing off. And Jesus came and said, uh, remember that you should be awake and praying. And of course, uh, the story goes that Peter ignored that spiritual duty, and he really omitted drawing on the divine power that was given for him, and the result was that it was his flesh that ruled, and I think we can begin to see ourselves in a lot of these admonitions and examples that we have from Peter. Let me suggest to you today another problem that contributed to Peter's collapse is that he acted too fast. He reacted on his own. He didn't consider the Lord's will. Uh, do you, you remember the moment in the Garden of Eden where that sword that he seemed to always be carrying and and uh, really eager to use, he grabbed that sword and he started, it wasn't even that good of an aim, and he started swinging it around while Jesus was being arrested and actually ended up whacking off a guy's ear that Jesus had to, he, he made more work for the Lord right there at the end. He was out of sync with the plan and purpose of God. He was driven by his own short-sighted, fleshly impulses, and uh, to make a hero of himself perhaps, I don't know what it might have been, his reputation, uh, but to affirm his own self-confidence. He acted too fast. And finally, let me suggest to you, he followed too far. Uh, Peter would have been far better off if he'd gone all the way across the courtyard and put his arm around Christ and stood with him Uh, That was always the safest place to be, of course. But instead, the Bible says specifically that he followed the Lord afar off. He was curious, but he was not courageous, one man said. Now he became a compromiser. He was mingling and sitting with the unbelieving people there at the fire in the courtyard. He found himself swearing and cussing, trying to hide so that nobody would identify him. But now he was stuck. And when confronted about his relationship with Christ, he denied knowing him three times. So the Bible tells us in Peter's example that he boasted too much. He listened too little. He prayed too little. He acted too fast. He followed too far. And now he fell too low. This is probably the darkest hour in human history. And the Lord Jesus is on trial, the Son of God. He's about to be executed but Peter was not able to stand against these things. And it's a remarkable thing that he had actually been commissioned and taught by Jesus himself. He'd been given incredible, miraculous power to heal the sick and to cast out demons. He, he, here he is, uh, he's the leader of the twelve. He is a privileged preacher of the gospel. But now he's in the pit of profanity and he's denying the very Lord he confessed. Matthew and Mark tell excuse me, Matthew and Luke tell us that Peter, after that look from the Saviour, went out and wept bitterly. Uh, I believe it was perhaps for the first time, and I don't know this for certain, but it was probably at least more stark at this point that he discovered the corruption, the frailty of his own flesh, even in spite of his best intentions. Peter had come to the point where he believed in himself. He had been self-confident and found that that was not going to work. That must have been a devastating sense of loss in his own heart. But that's not the end of the story. Most of you have read the gospel of John chapter 21 and the Bible tells us here that Peter had told Jesus at that in chapter twenty one that even if all others forsook Jesus, Peter would never be unfaithful and After the resurrection, Jesus met the disciples in Galilee, and they ate breakfast together, and you read that famous account where Jesus said, "Peter, Simon, uh, said to Peter Simon, son of Jonas, son of John, do you love me more than these?" Peter replied, Oh, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Tend my lambs, tend my sheep. Two more times, Jesus asked Peter, Do you love me? And two more times, Peter replied, Yes, Lord. Peter denied three times. So Jesus gave Peter the opportunity to confess his love for Christ. One time for every denial. And Peter was restored. But now I want you to notice his confidence was not in himself, it was in Christ. And later on, we know historically in the book of Acts that Peter would be a great preacher on the day of Pentecost and see 3,000 converted. He would preach again and again and he would const... But you you know one of the things that stands out to me even in all of that as I think on this. That in all of that preaching to tens of thousands and seeing them converted. He was always quick to note that the power and the glory and the honor and the strength to do what he did came from Christ. Not his own flesh. Well... In 1 Peter, he wrote in chapter 1, verses 6 through 9, that fiery trials prove your faith. Meaning by that, that there will be times when you go through great collapse, cowardice, really, in your personal life. But when your faith does not fail, it's the proof that your faith is the kind of faith that will remain until Christ appears. There will be times when we all fail the Lord. Perhaps you've done it this past week. Perhaps there's been a time when you had an opportunity to stand up for Christ and make your life count for Him, but yet you were, had been living so much in the flesh that your confidence was in that and not in Him. I think the ministry of Peter should give us confidence today that had, that run, uh, turning from our failure, And being a strength to those that are really struggling. I mean, that's what Peter uh, eventually would do. He would be able to teach the church a lesson that he actually learned. We are learning it even today. That the most resolved, self-confident believer is still weak. And our confidence is in Christ. And it has to be in Him alone. Um, Our flesh is weak. It's powerfully drawn to corruption. But we have to steel ourselves against that type of failure that Peter showed by listening carefully to God's Word. Take it in. Believe it. Embrace it. Pray for divine strength as you face those temptations. And God, I assure you, will give you the fortitude to be able to serve Him faithfully. Make sure your confidence is in Christ alone. God bless you today. Walk with Him.